Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of the Litigation Solutions Podcast brought to you by Team Legacies. Through this weekly series, we endeavor to provide you updates on important judgments and orders passed by the Supreme Court and other high courts in the previous week with the support of our in-house contract solutions of Karar and Rosnama. Let us now look at some of the key updates from the week that has gone by. The NCLAT a successful bidder cannot be permitted to wriggle out of its bid claiming his bid to be conditional offer on 11 january 2022 the nclat held that a successful bidder cannot be permitted to wriggle out of its bid claiming his bid to be a conditional offer summarized as follows the nclat held that a successful bidder cannot wriggle out of his contractual obligations and withdraw his bid after payment of earnest money deposit emd and seek a refund of the amount on the ground that the offer made by the bidder was a conditional offer the corporate debtor filed an application under section 10 of the insolvency and bankruptcy code 2016 on which an order of liquidation was passed by the adjudicating authority the liquidator thereafter started inviting bids through e auction for the sale of the company as a going concern the appellant was the highest successful bidder he sent a clarificatory email to the respondent liquidator proposing different terms and stated their offer of acceptance would be subject to extinguishments of liability of the corporate debtor the liquidator informed the appellant that the terms and conditions of the bid documents cannot be changed after the public notification one of the terms being that the corporate debtor will be sold on as is very basis the appellant submitted that the emd amount to the liquidator the appellant thereafter filed an appeal in the nclat against the order of the adjudicating authority nclat the kolkata bench which dismissed the appellant oblique bidder's application and directed him to pay the balance amount excluding the emd amount failing which the liquidator is at liberty to cancel the sale in favor of the bidder and forfeit the emd amount paid by him the primary contention of the appellant was that it had communicated to the liquidator that its offer is conditional and it will participate in the e auction only if the liabilities attached to the units of the corporate debtor both statutory and non statutory were clarified and dispensed with or extinguished on completion of the liquidation process the respondent liquidator on the other hand contended that it had in an email stated that no changes can be made to the information document for auction once it is published in the public domain as regards the extinguishments of liabilities the respondent submitted that sale of corporate debtor was on as is the basis as regards the issue of sale of corporate debtor as a going concern in liquidation proceedings and such sale including assets as well as liabilities the tribunal relied on regulation 32a of the insolvency and bankruptcy board of india liquidation process regulations 2016 and the ibbi discussion paper on corporate liquidation process along with draft regulations and concluded that sale as going concern means sale of both assets and liability if 
is stated as is where is basis. Regulation 32 of the liquidation regulation states that for the purpose of sale of the corporate debtor, the group of assets and liabilities shall be sold as a going concern. Withdrawal of bid and refund of the EMD amount on the basis that the offer of the bidder was conditional. The appellant had accepted all the terms of the bid documents which made all dues of the corporate debtor sole responsibility of the successful bidder. Thus, he cannot revise the same. The tribunal observed that if the bidder is allowed to withdraw from the bid at this stage and seek refund on the ground that their conditional offer has not been accepted, then the liquidation process would be never-ending one, defeating the scope and objective of the code. The NCLAT relied on the Supreme Court judgment where the court held that a tender is an offer that must be unconditional and the person to whom it is made must be able to and willing to perform his obligations. Judicial review is not usually permissible. However, it may be allowed in cases where the terms of invitation to the tender were so tailor-made to suit the convenience of any particular person with a view to eliminate all others from participating in the bidding process. The tribunal also relied upon Supreme Court judgment where the court held that after having accepted the offer of commercial plots in a public auction with the superimposed condition that is as on is where is basis and after having accepted the terms and conditions of the allotment letter including installment facility for the payment the respondents cannot say that they are not bound by the conditions and terms of the auction notice, as well as that of the allotment letter. Dismissing the appeal, the tribunal held that the bidder could not wriggle out of the contractual obligations arising out of acceptance of his bid, having regard to Regulation 32A of the liquidation regulations and the judgment of the NCLAT in Mohan Gems and Jewels Private Limited versus Vijay Varma and another, it was held that the appellant cannot be entitled to the EMD amount if he does not comply with the terms of the contract. Moving on, on 19 January 2022, the Supreme Court decided that arbitral award can't be challenged on ground that arbitrator has failed to appreciate facts. The article is summarized as follows. The Supreme Court reiterated that the appellate court exercising power under Section 30 and 33 of the Arbitration Act 1940 ought not to reassess or reappreciate evidence or examine the sufficiency of the evidence. The apex court also held that the arbitral award ought not to be challenged on the ground that the arbitrator had drawn his own conclusion or failed to appreciate facts. The bench allowed an appeal assailing the order passed by the division bench of the Madras High Court which set aside the order and decree of a single judge upholding the arbitral award to the extent that it granted money for idle hire charges and value of tools and machineries. On 16th November 1988, a construction company, Atlanta Limited, hereby known as Atlanta, entered into a contract with Union of India to construct a runway and for alleged work at the Naval Air Station Arkunam 
for the construction of rupees 19 crores and 58 lakhs the term of completion was stipulated in the contract to be 21 months from the date of commencement As per Union of India the site was handed over on 24th November 1988 and therefore the completion ought to be on 23rd August 1990 whereas Atlanta claimed that due to water logging the work could commence only on 1st January 1989 extension was sought and granted by Union of India thrice first till 31st December 1990 then till 30th january 1991 finally till 31st march 1992 atlanta claimed that by mid march it had completed substantial construction of the runway and taxi track for inauguration purpose on 11th march 1992 the site was handed over to union of india later atlanta's request for passes for entry of the staff operators and laborers were not granted and on 2nd april 1992 it was intimated that the contract was terminated atlanta invoked the arbitration clause and a sole arbitrator was appointed upon consideration of claims and counter claims the arbitrator awarded rupees 25 crores 96 lakhs to atlanta including interest up to 31st march 1999 Directions were passed against Union of India to pay future interest at the rate of 18% per annum on the principal amount. The Union of India was awarded rupees one lakh forty-two thousand along with future interest. Dissatisfied with the award, Union of India filed a petition under Section 30, read with Section 33 of the Act. which was rejected by the single judge and a decree was passed on appeal the division bench set aside the amount awarded in favor of atlanta towards idle hire charges and value of tools and machinery the court noted that the scope of provisions are indeed limited and the court ought not to reassess or reappreciate evidence and examine sufficient evidence in exercise of the same only a patent error or misconduct of the arbitrator or the proceedings could justify the court's interference the court referred to the state of rajasthan versus puri construction coop limited and another 1994 6 scc 485 to observe that an award cannot be challenged on the ground that the arbitrator had drawn his own conclusion or had failed to appreciate facts It is also a well settled principle of law that a challenge cannot be laid to the award only on the ground that the arbitrator has not drawn his own conclusion or failed to appreciate the relevant facts nor can the court substitute its own view on conclusion of law or facts as against those drawn by the arbitrator as if it is sitting in appeal The court observed that the arbitrator had produced the voluminous documents and accepted as many as 20 reasons for the delay in completing the work such as water login increase in quantity of work to be executed changes ordered by the union of india from time to time orders passed by union of india to procure sophisticated machinery and equipment beyond the contract non availability of petroleum products due to gulf crisis piecemeal extensions granted by union of india work halted for inauguration of the runway non issue of entry passes 
the court noted that the arbitrator had found that the extension of time granted by union of india was not sufficient considering that the arbitrator had extensively discussed and provided cogent reasons for taking a particular view the court opined that the division branch ought not to have supplemented the conclusion reached by the arbitrator with its own view especially in exercise of limited jurisdiction under section 30 and 33 of the arbitration act 1940 therefore the court held that the division bench had transgressed the limitation placed on it by the statute the court observed that atlanta had sought compensation on several grounds but the arbitrator chose to grant money for idle hire charges and value of machinery the sum to be awarded was calculated on the basis of report of the engineer and insurance surveyor appointed by the division bench of madras high court in a separate proceeding filed by atlanta to ascertain the value of different items as well as machines in the said proceedings atlanta was permitted to remove machines from the site but as union of india refused to prepare inventory the same did not fructify the tools remained on site till 23rd december 1995 considering the failure to mitigate the damages the award granting money for idle hire charges and value of machinery was passed by the arbitrator and the calculation for the same was not objected to by the union of india the court was of the view that the findings of the division bench that atlanta being permitted to remove the machineries from the site ought not to have been awarded money for idle hire charges and value of machinery was manifestly erroneous as an arbitral award and cannot be assailed on the ground that the arbitrator had drawn its conclusion or failed to appreciate certain facts particularly when cogent reasons have been provided by them the court further observed that the clause referred to by mr jain as the accepted matters were taken into consideration discussed and thereafter declared by the arbitrator as inapplicable to the facts and circumstances the submissions with respect to the arbitrator having misled himself was also rejected by the supreme court this brings us to the end of today's podcast thank you for listening in with us if you like this episode please do subscribe and tune in every tuesday for more such updates you may also write to us with your comments and suggestions to the email id karan.s@legacies.in we hope you have a lovely week ahead